You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. Cerebral palsy is the most common physical disability in children. In Australia, a child is born with cerebral palsy every 15 hours. Half of those will live with chronic pain and one quarter are unable to speak. This September, we are being asked to step up to support families living with cerebral palsy. September takes place every year during, you guessed it, September. It's a challenge that involves asking people to take at least 10,000 steps a day. Previously, we did a story with Ben and his mum, Melissa, about Ben's experience and how basically Ben is a Paralympian because of a lot of the support that he got from the Cerebral Palsy Alliance. They've been a huge part of their life. And if you haven't already heard that story, I highly recommend you go and look for it because it does a lot to explain why we should be supporting this particular institute. Professor Iona Novak is the head researcher at the Cerebral Palsy Alliance Research Institute at the University of Sydney. She's a Fulbright scholar and occupational therapist. She joins us today to talk about how families can support the CP community during September. Hi, Iona. How are you? Hello. So let's start at the very beginning. What is cerebral palsy? Cerebral palsy is a physical disability. Uh, Every 15 hours, a child is born with cerebral palsy in Australia. So one in three can't walk, one in four can't talk. But in fact, half of these children have normal intelligence or above average intelligence. And um, they really deserve our research and service support so they can live really full lives. So parents who, you know, families that might come across these children because there are so many being born... um, Is there a way of understanding that a child has cerebral palsy? And if you do understand that, how can you support that particular child and that family? Yes, cerebral palsy is a physical disability. You're three times more likely to have it than childhood cancer. And many people in the community might not know that they know someone with cerebral palsy or have met it because it's got a very wide spectrum of physical disability. So for some children, it's as mild as a a limp and and a fisted hand, like an adult that's had a stroke. And for others, it might be a very severe physical disability where they need to use a wheelchair and and a communication device like an iPad in order to be able to communicate with their parents. So there's a very big range with this condition. We're very, very fortunate here in Australia with great research that for the first time in history, the rate of cerebral palsy is coming down. So less Australians are being born with cerebral palsy. And if they are born with cerebral palsy, our register is showing that they have less severe physical disability than they did in the past. So more children these days can walk and talk than in in the past, which is exciting. And that's why we're raising money in September to help all Australian children with cerebral palsy learn to walk and talk. Do we know what causes it? Cerebral palsy is caused by a multitude of um, causal pathways. So one of the major risk factors to cerebral palsy is being born too early, being born premature. About 40% of children with cerebral palsy were born premature. About half of them were born um, on time and some of them were sick at birth um, and had a brain injury. Uh, and uh, About 5% it happens during the birth, but 80% it happens sometime during the pregnancy. And then about 10% happens after birth. So maybe they had a stroke after birth um, or were involved in something like a car accident or a swimming pool accident and accidentally got a brain injury. 
And so is is that what cerebral palsy is? Is it, is it a brain injury? Yeah, so cerebral palsy is an injury to the parts of the brain that control movement. So it could be right up in the major driver or a bit like your laptop's hardware um, could be affected and we call that the motor cortex. It could be in a section of the brain called the basal ganglia which is a little bit like the NBN so it's the relay system that speeds things up and or it could be in the part of the brain called the cerebellum which fine-tunes and controls movement. Um, so an injury in any of those parts can result in a permanent physical disability and we are looking for a cure because traditionally this condition has had no cure but with advances in regenerative medicine things like stem cells and genetics work uh, and also work using a whole lot of new medications perhaps as a way to reverse the brain injury we now understand that active practice through things like athletics and musician we know that those things uh, refine your movement and sports skills but also if you had a physical disability could it refine find your movement skills and we're finding that it can so we've had some breakthroughs in early neuroplasticity treatments with babies wow you're listening to kindling conversation i'm speaking with iona novak she's the head researcher at the cerebral palsy alliance research institute at the university of sydney we're talking about september which is raising funds for the cerebral palsy community we've just been talking about what cerebral palsy is and um, how it affects children in particular Now, September is about raising funds for the research that you and your colleagues do. What exactly um, do people need to do to join September? Yeah, you can find out more by going to steptember.org and that's our major fundraiser and we ask you to take 10,000 steps during the month of September uh, or September because that assists. So exercise is probably the most powerful medicine available to all of us. For those of us, it can prevent cancer, it can slow down the chance of a heart attack or even stave off dementia or ageing. But if you've got a physical disability, learning to walk or learning to talk is incredibly important and we know that for babies, that have a disability, um, they need to take more practice than typically developing children. So typical children take about two and a half thousand steps an hour when they're learning to walk. If you have a physical disability, you might even need to take more than that. So we're looking and researching treatments that help these children and every bit of money raised through September enables us to do that. Well, it's um, a very good cause and we spoke with Ben Tudhope and his mum, Melissa, previously about the impact the Cerebral Palsy Alliance research has had in his life and he's an incredibly impressive young man. So I encourage you, if you're even remotely considering September, to go and have a listen to that interview. We'll pop links under this one later this afternoon on the Kindling website. Iona, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you. That was Professor Iona Novak from the Cerebral Palsy Alliance Research Institute at the University of Sydney. For more information on how you can support CP research during September and beyond, you can head to our website, that's kindling.com.au. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.